What's going on, all my family out there? This is Woody vs. Poppy, of course. Um, real quick, y'all already know I go by Ish in real life. You know, Ishmael Troy be my name. Woody people know me from in the South. Just a quick message. I want to um, send out prayers and a real rest in peace and to my brother, Pressy, ASAP Press. That's my brother for life. He just recently passed away of a stroke. If a lot of people don't know his story, he's one of the original members of ASAP, one of the original legends of Harlem of the new generation, always been doing his thing, always just had funny stories, always was just being a good energy and a good light, and, you know, it was really just wild, you know what I mean? And recently, not too long ago, maybe I want to say 30 weeks ago, he had got shot in the head. On his block, actually. Got shot in the head twice. Went to the hospital. We didn't know if he was going to make it. Not only did he pull through, but he was able to travel and live his best life after that. And just one of my good friends, hands down, just a real loyal stand-up guy and always just wanted to just get his, like, get his shit off, you know, get his shine off. So I just want to tell a story before we start the podcast just in light of... Um, you know, just in love and memory of who he is and just want to give you guys some insight because it's going to make me feel better. So just a, a funny story is like I remember one time Flacco had a party in Soho and he just had like a New Year's party. Rocky's always good for showing love for shit like that. And I remember they had people like security kind of sort of doing the door and this guy press is so fucking crazy. He goes and mind you, press is only like five, six, five, seven. Like he's not even a tall guy. He fucks around and takes over the door. Right. And he's charging people 80, $90 to get in to party with ASAP Rocky. And people are literally paying this money to get into this motherfucking art gallery. It's hilarious what like how it goes down. And you know, like press is literally like, yo, my man, so yo, my man, I don't care what you say, you're not getting in. You know, and that's really the type of person he wasn't. He dead punched someone in the face if someone had a problem with him. And he was just really a funny guy, man. I just remember going to so many festivals with him and us always being late. And I always be stuck with press. And if I'm stuck with press, that means that he gonna make sure we get every credential, we get everything to, you know, to so we could be treated fairly. You know, he'd be like, yo, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I need my artist credentials. I'm about to be on stage, man. Like, lighting this whole show. We headline. And I'd be like, yo, Preston, let's just get in. But Preston always wanted to go the extra mile because he just de demanded that respect. And he just always reminded me, like, yo, bro, you from Harlem. Like, don't let nobody take that light from you. You don't have to tone yourself down because it's making someone else feel comfortable. You're you, be you, because you only got one life to live. And he lived his best life. So with that, rest in peace, Press. I love you, bro, dearly, you know? So, yeah, now on to the podcast. This is Woody versus Poppy. Chris, I'm tired of saying this Woody versus Poppy. You, man, you got to jump in there one time I mean, and man, say you be, it. You be, you be beating me to the punch. I be, I be war ready. ready, no cap. You be starting it. And, I, and you damn sure don't be finishing it. <laughs> but we're here. Um, we're going to give y'all some quick hits. So this going to be just a quick 30 minutes, you know. Like the old school days. Remember when that shit used to actually be like only like 35 yeah, minutes? Yeah, bro. Uh, only the OGs know about that. Only the, OG, only the OGs, bro. Shout out to everybody that's been here since like episode one. Y'all some real ones. All right. Look, I'm not wasting no, no wasting time. time. Uh, first of all, your boy X hit a girl. Now what, nigga? It's on camera. What you going to do, Chris? He bopped yeah, that he girl. Yeah, like 16 years old, dude. I mean, like... 
Chris, no, don't I, make I'm an excuse for did, what he, he did. did. Like that's bad and everything, but bro, like nigga was sixteen. Here you go. No, I, I'm just saying, like I, I, no, he did he it. Hit like, a girl. Everybody knew he like probably hit that girl or whatever. But like, I mean, like I don't know. I'm not like the biggest X fan ever. I am a huge fan of that. Oh, I am, here I, you go. I am a huge oh, fan. I am a huge fan of a lot of the new songs on this album. I mean, like I'm not gonna sit here and cap for that nigga. Like you can't hit women. But I mean, like at the at, at the same time, he was sixteen years old, and I don't think that like a lot of this shit that these rappers do at that age should like affect them for life, you know? Like, um, yeah, it should. But okay, all right, man. I mean, you know, I, I understand your reasoning, for real, for real. We can get the bullshit out the way. Okay, what about Fab hitting his wife? Okay, or now girlfriend, because you're never gonna marry. That's her. wild. He said they said he, uh, he knocked her teeth out. Now that's fucking oh, wild. Oh shit. Bro, this nigga. She going back on love and hip hop. It's I'm gonna make your teeth look like mine. <laughs> that shit is fucked up, bro. But, um. That's crazy. Oh shit. I didn't know yeah, all that. Bro, Fab is crazy. Uh, I, I can't believe that though. Like, I would think like Fab is like the last person to, you know. I don't know. He seems too calm. They were saying he should have went and party with Diddy. But, I don't know, man. That that was that one was pretty wild. It's pretty crazy, like seeing like all these people that you know you've known all your life, always you know may have one time looked up to. You just see that they're uh, scumbags. It's, it's wild. It's wild, man. It's unexcusable at that age too. Like what the fuck? You're a grown ass man punching a woman in the mouth. Nah, he a, he a young OG. But anyways, <laughs> what about um? So who you think bit Beyonce? Bitter. Yeah, hold on. You didn't hear the story about Tiffany Haddish said that someone bit Beyonce in the <gasps> face? Oh, my God. Who would do that? They were probably trying to get a little bite. She looked delicious. Here you go. <laughs> Can't even be no, normal, I don't, bro. You so Bro, cringe. I don't know. Like, who the fuck? <gasps> someone bit Beyonce in the face. I'm dead serious. Do you think it was? Nah, I was about to say it. <laughs> it, it was an actress, they said. It was an say. actress? Oh, I'm definitely saying... Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely gonna say Monique. I feel like she I feel like Monique would have the confidence to do that. But I'm not gonna say it. Well no damn Monique. If it was Monique, Beyonce wouldn't have no damn face. And not because she big, uh-uh. but just because she big. <laughs> she was about to take a big bite. <laughs> That's tough. That's, That's crazy, tough. Bro. That's tough. Shout out to Luminati. Yeah. Um damn. All right. So we we breeze it through, we breeze it through. Okay, okay, okay. Dossy shoes. Oh Nigga. God, <sighs> that shit look like a re- yo. This shit, look, give it a vote, bro. I, I, I ain't gonna hold you. I, 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 we gotta slow down. We gotta slow down. We gotta slow down. Two K fourteen create a shoe. You fucking with the Jordans, like bro. He, I don't know what them are, bro. Like I'm gonna keep it a, a, a stack. Ones, threes, and some fucking and like some. What were those like? Those fucking uh, Bo Jackson joints. I don't know the shit that the Yeezys were based off of. That strap, like what? I I don't know what that nigga did. He just said, "Fuck me up, Tinker." All right, all right I'm gonna get on some real shit for a second. I'm, I'm gonna slow it down for us. Woody vs. Poppy fans are used to these quick hits. So look, creatively, if that's what he was going for, I don't think he hit the nail where people thought he would coming out of Kanye's camp. It's not as if the shoe is bad. It's just not really good. You know, it's I, not, I, I, it's I was not talking to Jay Wills. Level. Like it's not like yeah. yeah. I was I was I was talking to Jay Wills about that. Shout out to Jay Wills one time. But um, 
it's basically just not what you would think would come out of their camp. So you're like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, we've seen the mashup of shoes. We've seen the Son of Mars. We've seen the Six Rings. We've seen the Spazikes. We've seen these different mashups. So, like, the, the difference between his mashup and a Yeezy, a Yeezy brought you... Tech and and certain things that you've never seen on any shoe ever. You know, like that snakeskin. They wasn't they wasn't putting that on no type yeah. of shoe. You know what I mean? Like the shape of the Yeezy One was like the letter Y. Like he added his own initiative. Like yo, can y'all do this? Can y'all make mm-hmm. this for me? It everything wasn't took from a Nike or a Jordan per se. It may have been took from a a Edo Matsuko from one of them old shoes or maybe an older creative recreation or something like that. But the point is, it wasn't from Nike or Jordan brand. Don C was just like, yo, it the way it looks, it looks as if they made it and was like, yo, um We need somebody. You want to put your yeah, name on this? Are, yeah, you yeah, want to put your name on this? But because every time we try to make hybrid shoes, they don't sell as well. So you want to put your that, name on this? Like, I'm and really he, disgusted with that though. Like I, I'm pretty, like, I don't know. Jordan Brand recently has been giving me some really bad signs in terms of, like, colorways and, and things that they're doing with the brand. I feel like they're just running out of ideas. And it's like they don't want to go the, the way that, you know, everybody wants them to go. And I don't know. Like, they're always going to be successful. They're, they're Jordan Brand, for fuck's sake. But, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, these niggas kind of got to get together because I don't know, bro. It ain't looking good. That shit disappointing. I ain't, I ain't gonna. I'm gonna come clean. I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm just keeping it real. I wouldn't be surprised if they do some like shoe that's like Michael Jordan's tongue color, because that's how crazy they getting with the inspiration. Yeah. The inspo's going too far. Like like they really be in a bag with the inspo, and I'd be like, God damn, like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not mad at it, but it's just like they really are capitalizing. Michael Jordan is so great. You can take anything that he's done and basically yeah, find like inspo ga- from like, bro, it. You know what I mean? Gatorade shit. Niggas made a whole collection off of, you know, like that. Niggas did a whole collection off of, like, the fucking, uh... Like, bro, excuse me. Let's bring it back to the Jordan 23, which had his fingerprint. Hold up, wait. Shout out, f- hold on, hold on, hold on. Shout out to Jallo uh, one time. This motherfucker keep putting the camera on himself like I want to see his ass with these edgy-ass glasses. He looked like the ending of Belly when DMX and Nas linked up with each other. And they both had the glasses on. It was like the meeting of the minds. This nigga looks so intellectual. Smart-ass nigga. Shout-outs to Jalo one time. That's the homie, Byron. That's the homie for life, bro. Real real homie shit. But, um, okay, so you was talking about the Jordans. Go ahead. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. Them niggas fucking up, bro. They fucking up. Yeah, but... But ultimately, if he makes a oh, no, ultimately if he makes a lifestyle colorway, which I don't think they're doing, I think they're going with sport because just Don is more about sports, like versus like um, it's sports meets luxury, like versus and and late and recently it's been more sports, you know, just sports in general. So I don't think that he might do a Lux colorway for the well, first batch. I, you, I think the first you know batch might I will be. say about that shit though? Like I think that that shoe is gonna look. Like pretty cool and sh- like with some shorts on. Like if you got the just don shorts, like I probably I probably rock that. Like you know going to the store fit, like or just chilling. No, hundred percent. If you're a rich clothing brand owning, um, older black guy or something like that, this is a no brainer. You get the Laker just don shorts. You go ahead and top it off with the Laker don C Jordans. You gonna look cool. White tee. You know one of them nice chains that older dudes wear? You know these dudes be owning all these mm-hmm. damn brands and still be trying to look forever young. You're going to be swagged out. Other Holy than that, shit. that shit is debatable, Wait, big fella. Did tear away jeans? What the fuck? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at Kif. It's at Kif. That whole collection. Oh, okay. It's just sitting there. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Kif holding Mad Brands. Now they sell like needles and all type of shit. They are the um, they are the collectors of cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew. <laughs> I try to say it with straight face. It's all good though. So we didn't get to talk about our prediction, but we did. Yo, first of all, shout out to every single human who literally looked out for us and reposted our um, our clip from the podcast when it was basically us prognosticating everyone leaving. Now I'm not going front. We was wrong about damn near 80% of it. But the one thing we was right about was everybody fucking leaving. 100% we knew everybody was leaving. We didn't say know where they was going. It was That shit was on the level, in hindsight now, that shit was on the level of like a free agent market in the NBA and us trying to predict if LeBron going to go back to, uh, if LeBron go back to Cleveland or something. But the one that we did get right, which was the the biggest one, if you ask me, was Vir- uh, Virgil going to Louis Vuitton, man, their first black creative director. First of all, shout-outs to Mark Jacobs because let's just go ahead and, and, and shout him out because people going to be like, why shout him out? It, yeah. He was the first person to bring men to Louis Vuitton. And he also was the one who let Kanye create shoes that season I, I I forgot what year it was. I don't want to lie to you guys, but um, like that kind of sparked it. If you if you know the beginnings, that definitely sparked everything. If you ask me, so shout out to Virgil going to LV. That's gonna be beyond a big you saw deal. That video you know what I mean? Post, like like the, that they posted like the seven questions or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah the he, seven like questions. Yeah, said. I like I'm what not, he said about like uh, what he like. He said he wants to change the vocabulary. Yeah, that was like, yeah. Well. Nah, that's one of them ambiguous sound cool guy terms. I'm not gonna lie though, bro. I'm not gonna lie. If y'all wanna if y'all want us to do a Virgil interview, yo, let me know. Email us, DM me, hit me up, text me, whatever. Let me know if y'all want us to do a Virgil interview. It can get done. It can get done at this point. I just didn't care to like really go hard for that, but it can get done. So let me know. But um, yeah, I'm really happy for him. It's it, it shows how far streetwear has come. You know what I mean? And I think that he's totally been able to tell his story that he wanted to tell. And I just think that everyone took that that Raph, um, not not dig, but, you know, that Raph kind of just uh, statement against him the wrong way. Once your um, idols recognize who you are, whether they have an opinion about you or not, you've made it. Facts. You know? It's, it's just the truth. Nice. So, like, if Drake sat around and was like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like these Zamiro, but I'm not the biggest fan of Woody versus Poppy. Sachi made it. Because the fact that he even recognizes you as a person of interest to bring up shows that something you're doing is right amongst the, the, the general population. Your peers don't got to always like everything. So, like, sometimes it ain't for them. Sometimes it's for the general population. You know what I mean? And people got to understand that. That's why people shouldn't fan out about people who they love because the motherfucker might hate your guts, you know? That's why sometimes don't meet Michael Jordan. He might not like you. Then what? And then what? You know? I don't know. Then I'm going to stack some more. Ooh, fuck. Damn, Chris. Okay, nice segue. Young Jeezy, he said this is his last album. Uh, it's crazy because it didn't get, like, the reaction that, like, it should have. I mean, like, people got to realize, bro, this is, like, one of the, the, the true originators of trap music, like. So, wait. So, is, is Young Jeezy the Paul Pierce of Paul the rap Pierce? game? Yeah. Uh, I think he's a little bit more important than that. 
So Paul Pierce is not one of the best Celtics I mean, of all time. He is, but I think Young Jeezy, his impact on the rap game is more than a Paul Pierce. Like, like, bro, it's fucking this. It was a snowman, nigga. Like, you could not wear those shirts to school. You had to turn those shits inside out, nigga. Like, come on, bro. Nigga had a Jay Z feature. Like, he was the god. Lupe did Lupe too. Lupe did too, but but Lupe is also, according to Jay Z, the best writer of all time. So like, wait, when did Jay Z say that? Said that shit. No, when uh, did he oh, say yeah, that? Because oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was some. Um, I think it was like a minute ago. Wait a second. Hold on. Remember when Jay Z? I, I think I made. Remember when Jay Z shot everybody did. out? Remember when Jay Z shot everybody yeah, out on yeah, Twitter yeah. and he had to keep uh, shotting everybody out because everybody was in their feels? Ah uh, shit! You know. Uh, yeah. Remember that shit? I think I, and then I think he I was like, "Shout out Playboy Cardi, Magnolia's I crazy." I think I lied about that Jay Z Lupe thing. Um, yeah, I don't I, know. I, 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 you did. I mean, I didn't lie, but I, I think that I got that messed up. Somebody, I, I don't know. I felt like Jay Z said that about Lupe at one point. Like, but I mean, hey man, it's all in the air. But facts don't matter. Um, he is one of the greatest writers of all time. So, yeah. Um, but nah, man. Like, Young Jeezy's a god, bro. Like, and I, I think like. More and more now, as you know, like trap music or I guess whatever it progresses into progresses, you know, like it's gonna like we're gonna have to start recognizing a lot of people. Like, like bro, Ti needs to start getting like super, super, super ultra OG status. Like he he he's had it already, bro. But this nigga should be on like you know what I mean, like a way bigger pedestal. Him, Jeezy, I mean Gucci is right now like he's really popular and shit. But those three. Well, Gucci had a resurgence. Yeah, Gucci had a resurgence. Gucci had a resurgence, and, and he's making a shit ton of money. Now, I'm not even going to ask the question, who's more impactful, Gucci Man or Young Jeezy? Me, personally, I think it's a tie. I'm not going for it. I, it's going for a tie. But listen, this is what I want to... I want to go back to this Virgil oh, thing real quick. This is what I want to tell people, because last podcast, I didn't want to drop a gem, but I'm going to do it this podcast. So you, you got it easy this time, Chris. Listen, I want to tell my, my people, my black people something. Stop... Being mad at people because you're not where you want to be in life. A lot of people would say stuff like, oh, Virgil's a dick rider. He got That's how he got as far as he did. Understand something. Everyone can't be you. I'm so happy Virgil's not me. I'm so happy it, that Virgil looked the other way when Barry and Ian was fighting in Paris. Because he had this in mind. Y'all motherfuckers wouldn't have had this in mind. When keeping it real goes wrong for most of y'all motherfuckers. You cannot sit around and act like you would have had the fortitude to do what he did and still get the same results. No, we understand that at the end of the day, these people aren't looking for people to be the most authentic version of themselves. They're looking for people to pander and and, and cater to their, you know what I mean, storyline. And then they'll give you what you want if it helps their storyline. And I think Virgil understood that and he understands that and he's going to play that as much as he can because he deserves to and then two because he's comfortable doing that if you're uncomfortable doing that don't judge him for doing it though it doesn't make him a bad person because you wouldn't have did it and ultimately he's making it more comfortable for you to be you because who else is going to play t-shirt by Migos acapella on the runway no one else is going to do that who else is going to play an unreleased Kanye West song at a certain, you know, at a certain venue or a certain, you know, in a certain vibe. Who else is going to do that? You're not going to do that. You don't have that access. He does. And he, as much as he's not hood 
And as much as he might appropriate his own culture and say a word like no cap, even though he never would say that, he's going to introduce your story to other people. And yes, they might fuck around and appropriate it, but that's where you come in and you let these people know, hey, this person might have introduced you to something, but but that doesn't allow you to fucking run with it and act like it's yours. Let's let's educate people, you know, but you need figureheads like him sometimes. You know, you really do because he furthers along certain things that people like Kanye West couldn't have did. And I think Kanye understands that. So people need to also stop saying shit like, Yo, I know Kanye Salty, that Virgil yeah, is the that, director of Louis Vuitton. people got to realize, you like, know what bro, I mean? like, like, everything that happens isn't just, like, an instant thing. You know, this was all a chain of events, like, and it all started with Kanye. Like, bro, this nigga, like, everybody we've talked about, we just talked about Don C, he got his own shoe with Jordan, you know? We just talked about Virgil Abloh becoming the fucking head of Louis Vuitton's men's, you know? And these niggas were just Kanye's friends. Like, bro, Virgil went from creating album covers and being made fun of in South Park, along with Don C, like, to, to that point, you know? Like, you got to realize that nigga put them in that that place so he can never be mad. Never. I want to make a joke about that real quick. Shout-outs to Ivan Jasper. But he's so fucking lucky that the pitcher, because he took pictures, but he's so lucky the pictures he was in wasn't the ones that they chose to, like, put on South Park or the ones that people chose to go crazy over. Because Ibra Jasper was with them at in, mm-hmm. in that time. There's pictures of him with the whole gang. It just so happens he wasn't in that one picture. That one picture, like, the the composition of the spacing and everything is so perfect to be memed. And, and it's, it's so iconic for that reason because it's like, if you look at people in that picture, man, those people did great things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But ultimately, you can't get mad at people who are doing things for you that you don't even know that they're doing for you. And also, they're doing things you wouldn't have done to progress culture or black people in general. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just keeping it real. And with that, you know, I mean, shout outs to Virgil again and shout outs to um, everyone who, who rocks with him. And, you know, hopefully he can make him some real money and enjoy the money with his wife and his kid. You know what I'm saying? Because people forget that he has that i think sometimes maybe he forgets to <laughs> uh yeah you know truth be told you know so let us know if you want that virgin interview but back to this music shit um rich the kid dropped the tape well an album sorry he's the french montana of mumble rappers right wow that was a that's a pretty right? good comparison i mean he's one of those rappers that can be on any type of track, you know, he has that one type. He has that flow that can really like go on anything. Uh, well, he also got yeah, he, money. He also too. has money, and he also has signed one of the most hottest rappers coming out of New York, Jay Critch, uh, who has like f- Jay would love him some damn Jay Critch. You know, I think nah, I'm gonna keep nah, it real. Nah, nah, nah. I'm no, gonna no, keep no, it real. No, no, no. Let me no, tell no, you. No, wait, 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 wait. So. Let me. No, let I gotta me, keep it real. Tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. No, but hold up. But listen though, I think Jay Will's like Jay Chris. I mean, Jay Critch because they sound alike. I'm going to keep it real one time. Uh, nah, I think Jay Will think if he rapped, he would rap no, like Jay Critch. this is why he liked Jay Critch. It's not that he would sound like him, but he sounds like Drake, bro. That nigga has flows and shit, like all that shit, bro. He sounds like a 28, he sounds like a 2018 Drake. Not all the lyricism and all that shit, but the way that he be flowing on tracks, bro. Hell yeah. A lot of them shits, a lot of them shits be far. sounding like old Drake stuff. I ain't saying that, you know, like he about to be on his level. But he's definitely influenced by him, and that's probably why he likes him. Like, Jay Critch got flows, bro. And, like, I was sleeping on him for a minute. I got to give him his props. I mean, give him his props. Because on that Rich album, he was going in, you know? Well, 
this wouldn't be multiverse poppy if we didn't prognosticate a little bit and talk about the um the the real in, the part of the industry that people don't understand. Let's talk about how people don't know how the Migos are using Rich the Kid as a way to get to Lil Uzi. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait a second. What do you explain this further? Tell me more. I'm not picking. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but I need to know what you're talking about for real. Like, okay, so Peep, right? I'm just at this point. I'm just talking about information that's known. So let's talk about what's known for a second. I'm not gossiping. This is just what's known. We're talking about rat beef. At the end of the day, we know that Lil Uzi dated Britney. Britney be my bae, made a hundred bu- made a hundred thousand dollar chain about her, made a bunch of uh um albums that had her face on it, like like figuratively or literally, right? Okay. They broke up to the public because and in his music he says that, you know, they cheated. I mean she cheated, right? And she and she was doing things she wasn't supposed to be doing, right? And, and and this is my people's, but at this point, it's like part of rap information, so it has to be talked about, you know. So allegedly, they say Britney fucked Coach K, which is the manager of the Migos, and works for QC. So you never seen them even perform Bad and Bougie together. You know what I mean? It's kind of just like that was like a business relationship thing, and then it was just like whatever, you know? And one thing about the Migos, them niggas is super loyal, if you ask me. Them niggas loyal to the soil. Like, they be protecting Yachty. You know what I mean? Like, they be protecting Yachty. Like, Yachty is really their little brother for real, for real. So imagine what they would do for Coach K. So Offset already ain't like no damn Uzi because of the damn, he talking about niggas with the crosses. Remember the side baby shit with Uzi with the with the upside-down crosses? As soon as Rich the Kid drops the uh, Dead Friends and he puts it as the last song on the album, funny guy, what does Offset do? He says, if you beef with Rich the Kid, we got a whole chimney for you. What does chimneys produce, Sachi? We want all the smoke. So so if someone jumping in like that and then Quavo made sure he got on Rich the Kid album. And he made sure he he, he he was seen with him and all that. Mind you, the, the Gives got some context. Rich the Kid was on Lil Uzi's first major hit. He was on What Do You Want with ASAP Ferg. People forget that. People really forget that. But it seems like they're using Rich the Kid to get at Uzi because Uzi may have not liked what happened with his girl. And it also seems like Rich the Kid don't mind it because he's all about the money and the motherfucking promotion anyway. So he like, whatever. If these motherfuckers going to holler at me, think. His debut album has Migos. Future Legends, Rick Ross, Legend, Lil Wayne, Legend, Kendrick Lamar, Future Legend. This nigga album got, got no, some motherfuckers on about it. Another Legend, Future. He's not, his album he got, got Future, future on, on it. Future. His, album got, his album got Chris Brown on it. Uh, <laughs> Yo, bro. Nah, nah, nah. It is. It, 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 I don't mean that it's bumping, but that's what he got on it. But yeah, shout outs to him. So. I just wanted to throw that out there and, and let people know what that beef might really stem from. You know what I mean? Because that's public information, Yo, but I don't think people really uh, put that together. For, what happened? I just want to give a little, you know, a little alert for the uh, for my young niggas. Um, Brockhampton has signed the RCA as of March thirtieth. That's pretty big. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris, when you uh, Chris, when you gonna become an A and R? Um, I don't know, man. You know, right now I'm just testing out. I feel like I can do a lot of things, so I want to be an A and R and a lot of other things. So. You know, 
in all dudes, you know, in, in all in, in good time, in good time, we'll be there. But right now, we doing this podcast, you know. Well, my favorite song right now is this G Herbo yeah. who run it. I can't wait to this little that Uzi remix. This little Uzi remix about to be about to be crazy. But the fact that he was smart enough, that's how you know what I have to forever be a fan of G Herbo. First of all, the fact that he got it to be cleared by Three Six Mafia immediately. Gangsta move. Secondly, put it on Apple Music. Let me get paid for paying them to be able to use this beat. Smart. Get that out the way. Step, motherfuckers, stay putting music on our motherfucking SoundCloud. Uh, uh, um, you know who the king of that shit and never put the music on iTunes? Flacco. Rocky, never, I'm going to come clean, yo, bro. Happy happy belated to the OG Chase Infinite. Please well, put look, the this, music this is why, on this is why I said, Apple Music this is why and Spotify. With that new testing shirt, I think that he purposely put it up there because it's not supposed to be like, it's not on the album. You know, these are just Lucy's and stuff. Like, I think that's what he was really trying to to put with that. That being said, the newest song that he released on iTunes with Blockboy JB is fucking amazing. Like, I, no, I love not. that shit, bro. I love it. I, no, I, it you is can, not. You, you can say anything is... you want, bro. At first, I was listening to it, and I was like, all right, you know, it's another Rocky song. But then I just started, I heard that shit about the fourth time. It sucks that oh, Flacco man. is Flacco, so he could easily he could easily go work with Blockboy JB and no one be like, yo, bro, that's edgy, bro. Like, you know why you're doing it. But it's all good. Niggas, it's was, all thinking, good. niggas was thinking so that, uh, niggas is thinking that fucking Blockboy JB is an industry plant. Nah, no, he's not an industry plant, bro. He's just a hard-working motherfucker from Memphis and real recognized real. And people love real dudes because it makes them feel realer by fucking mm-hmm. with real people. That's just how it works, bro. That's where everybody love dudes who really be talking about, I really trapped, I really killed the nigga. They be like, yo, I want to be that. I want to be like that motherfucker. But, um, damn, we, we already here. But the finale for this quick podcast, and this is what I want to talk about until we get off the podcast. Oh, no, 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 wait. Wait, shout-outs New York Sunshine. The installation was super dope. Uh, shout-outs Luke. Shout-outs Fardad. Shout-outs um, Mr. Margarita himself, Sunshine. Uh, uh, shout-outs your favorite, hey, yo, shout Josh. Out Josh. We got to have Josh back on the podcast. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, shout-outs nigga yeah. Mike one time. Mike really had you looking clean in that oh, photo wait, shoot. Wait, wait, you wait. was looking like, I go, I'm going to come clean. You was looking like Herb Bay, but, but I go lie, Chris. You should have asked him to keep yo, it closed. Because you I was fleet. You know, it, but look, this is what I want to say, man. Shout-out my nigga Mike one time, you know. Uh, I don't know. You might have the clothes. I know, I know. I just had to step I mean, down they, in Charlotte. I mean, they going to sell that shit I to somebody? Know, man. I, I, I just stepped out in Charlotte, man, you know. I linked up with my boy Mike. Me with the dirty neck collar, they gonna say. Not with the dirty black collar, man. Come on, I had coconut oil in my hand that picture. Don't disrespect me. But um, yeah, y'all gonna see them pictures soon, you know. Go check his social statuses, uh, Instagram soon, you know. But uh yeah, then after that, then after right. that, you know. No, 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 I wanna no. tell you. I wanna tell you. I, I, I need, oh, here I, you go. No, you no, wanna no, tell no, your I, whole I, story. I Hold on, tell no, me I just story. Need after. To tell the niggas about the motherfucking LeBron game, bro. That's all I need to do. That's all I need to talk about. I'm staying in Charlotte, bro. You know, walk to the fucking game real quick. Me, met up with my nigga Mike. Watch LeBron drop forty-one points on the fucking uh, on the Hornets. Absolutely destroyed these niggas. At one point, was just pulling up from three, like t- taking threes at the top of the key. Like I, I've never seen basketball like played at that level, and it was great. J.R. Smith also went eight for nine. Did not miss shit. Basically, uh, everybody played a great game. And uh, fuck the Hornets. Fuck Dwight Howard. So yeah, uh, continue. All right, Takashi six nine. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Yo, Chris, you got me hot, bro. This man, Chris. Excuse me. Yo, I would like you to to uh, say his full I, title. Can you I, can you please say his full title, please? I don't know Tekashi what she's saying. Takashi 69. Oh, all right, my bad. Yo, I know this podcast can't be named this because I don't want to get in trouble, but this podcast, I would love for it to be named. I will shoot you and your mother dead in her face. Don't don't at me. Bro, we can name that. Like, for real, for real. No, we can name it Don't At Me. But, (laughs) but yeah. So, Takai 69 went on The Breakfast Club, and I ain't going to hold you up, big fella. He was in his bag. He didn't have Charlemagne flustered, but he just he went with all the smoke from Kanye West, with all the smoke of Fredro Starr, with all the smoke of Birdman. It just told that he told his truth. You know, I wish he was a little smarter so he could like you could tell he has it in his brain, but he can't always yeah. get it out the, the the way he should. But he, he probably, held and, it down and, for and the culture. I think it's, he said, like as time progresses, he'll probably get more media training and shit like that, and he'll I think he'll be good. He and he knew nigga fuck media training. He, he knew education training. He, he hooked was, on phonics. Uh, he was, he I don't was give a fuck if he passed his uh GED. He, he had that yo, Gummo has 163 million views. Holy shit. Well, Gummo, bro, yeah, nah, bro, it's yeah, not a game. My favorite part, oh yeah, and currently right now it has six uh the interview has six point nine million views. The nigga Takashi told him, like, bro, this is gonna be your most watched interview. And like that's just at six point nine. It's already ha- it's already halfway where bro, Berman he, no, is at. Berman's at twelve million. Part. He okay, yeah. The only person that's ahead of him, yeah, is Birdman. That's it. That shit is wild. But he said he gonna catch yeah, Birdman. I, he, bro, he gonna, he gonna catch Birdman. Birdman. He already bro. He, he already he, catched he the behind half. the scenes of Birdman. <laughs> yeah, he got he, half of him right now. He got seven million basically, and Birdman got fourteen in two weeks. One week. Oh, Birdman's going up more because Birdman going up more because motherfuckers hate it. They want to go back and watch the Birdman interview because Birdman had 12 when I looked. So now it's at 14. They got to stop. I'm, I'm a person oh my that, God. like, only, I, I, like, bro, if you're, if you're 100% real, like, transparent with, like, me, I have no other, you know, like, uh, I have no other choice but to respect you. And, like, the way 6ix9ine came into that interview, bro, he was just telling him, like, bro, he was like, nah, let's get into it. Like, let's talk about it. And it kind of pisses me off because I be on Twitter and people be posting these, you know, clips of it. These really small clips that be, you know, like talking shit about 6ix9ine or whatever. And it's like, it's wild. Like, bro, that's an hour interview. Like, what the fuck? That nigga basically, like, I don't know. How could you hate him after that interview? Well, first of all, that's what Twitter does. Uh, uh, Twitter teaches people how to be the media, so people know how to pick apart mm-hmm. certain parts and and and, and and you know what I mean, and, and and basically make that like make that part of it seem like that's the yeah. only part of it. If because because if you don't have any more context to it, you you think that was the basis of it, and people don't have enough time in their life to try to give everything context appropriately. So. You know, it just falls by the wayside. And people like you and me get a little bit mad about it, but that's why I don't take it serious. But with that being said, this man was in his bag, bro. You know what I mean? And just Charlemagne got to understand that I think sometimes I get you're an entertainer, but maybe you should be PC Charlemagne. And I'm not talking about politically correct Charlemagne. I'm talking about podcast Charlemagne. Because Charlemagne, who's on the Brilliant Iliot, I mean, Brilliant. The brilliant idiots part of me is a really well thought out guy, and that's but, really who but he is. You could but see Charlemagne he was just trying to like get shit out of him, and, and yeah. yeah, but Charlemagne, that's on the Breakfast Club, is an entertainer. So it's his job to motherfucking like, you know, 
antagonize uh, indirectly because he could ask you a question because it's his job to interview. But in reality, if he don't like you, the, the non liking you can yeah. come out in the you, question. I, I saw you know what I mean? multiple parts in the interview where he would just ask him like, so like, like I think when he first asked him uh, if he was a pedophile or not, and you could clearly see that he did that out of spite because uh, before that, I guess you know, like six nine was kind of you know like fucking with him or whatever, like you know. Uh, dismissing him i guess but nah there there were uh-huh. like yeah that's what six nine was really good at it's just not falling for the bait and like controlling the interview by only responding you know like to certain tones and shit and, and also and also breaking the level of gangster and letting it be known yo bro i'm not a fucking mm-hmm. idiot you know what i mean like come on like i'm not about to go on stage and be set up you know, because no one does that. And that checking in shit, I think that's only a rap thing. I know a lot of people was asking about that. I think checking in is only a rap thing when you have beef or you want to show love to someone in the city because that person in the city might might want to stay relevant and make that city kind of be one of those like, yo, you can, anyone can't just come here. But either way, the whole reason why those other dudes was mad only like was because that they didn't he didn't reach out at the time they wanted. But that sounds like some little kid shit. Their, yeah. their dad is a legend. You shouldn't you, you you shouldn't make your dad's name look bad by doing weirdo shit. Leave that weirdo shit to internet kids like Trippy Red and them. You know, like those I weird really beefs for, that we don't I talk about really on Woodyverse Poppy. Those motherfuckers is, like is weird. Why he always look real pale like someone like stealing Bro, a life force out of his like body? A SpongeBob when he got the suds. Yeah, not just that. He nah, looked he, like if Lil Wayne had like a, a child with like a a a, a like, white lady. He, he and looked really Lil Wayne weird. child became an albino. You know what? It, you know what it he is, looked like bro? a he, lot of weird shit. I'm about the roast nah, his ass. It's just that it's, one is the dreads, and the dreads make him look that way because he wanted them black kids that got brown hair. Like you know, he light skinned with brown hair. He want, but he be dying yeah, his, his hair. But I'm saying like if you saw what he looked like when he was younger, you could tell why he looks weird now because he's not supposed to look like that. You know, like. I don't know, like he 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 looked crazy. Well, he's supposed to like whatever he, he want to look like. Bro. That, that, that crazy, look wild, bro. I don't know. I'm gonna keep yeah, it up. Tough, Trippy but, Red looks yeah. weirder to me than Six Nine. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. You know, you you know what I think is really dope, and maybe people will hit me up about this. I think that Six Nine has the best tattoo spacing because that web on oh, his yeah, jaw wild. makes it look like he has chin hair. It makes it like yeah. he has chin hair. It always like it's perfectly lined up, but it's really a spider yeah, web. I'm a kid, yeah. So he always looks like he has that facial hair, a... and he doesn't have facial hair at all because the, the spider web is right there to make it like he got uh, facial hair. That shit's pretty dope to me. Like if I didn't have facial hair, I might get the spider web on oh a nigga face. Spider, <laughs> wait, wait, and you gonna have the choker chain, man? You really about to be a rapper, Woody? This choker <laughs> keep on choking me. I'm about to retire the choker chain today because uh, Luke' uh, mom made me a, yo, um, a necklace. Yo, let me get that Shout out to chain, Luke. Bro. I'm trying to be bro. <laughs> Any shout outs? Uh, shout out to the uh, shout out to Takashi. No, but look, we didn't talk about bro. A nigga, Fifty Cent. You saw the Fifty Cent video? Yeah, now Fifty Cent gonna protect Six it's Nine. Over. It's over. You, it's over. You Fifty Cent so smart. He like, wait, this guy's beefing with guys yeah. I don't like. This is my way to to stay hating the game yeah. and all. Because now I'm like, now I'm like, you, you yeah, you want to fuck with him? You got to come fuck with me. Fifty Cent's forever the chess move. He is maker. the number one he troll just, in rap history, no question. And the reason why he's the number one troll is because he's actually just as much of a bully, and like he he doesn't play. Like bro, 
Yeah, and I'm and I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Summer Jam is gonna be interesting. Another prognostication I want to get in before we get the fuck out of here. I think Caring Group is gonna um, is gonna merge with another group because there's other like production companies that are getting bigger and can start buying shit. So I think Caring that owns Gucci and shit like that is gonna join forces with another mm. agency. Or another uh, mm. company. So if, if if that happens, y'all know where y'all heard that first again. You know what I mean? Like, we got the culture on Smash, baby. Yeah. We really, we really do. do. It was Don C's, though. Oh, my, oh my God, God, man. No shit. <laughs> bro. Yeah, yo, yo, but, yo, I'm just keeping a buck, bro. Nah, I ain't going to say that anymore. We PC right now, man. You know. No, shout outs to everybody being so fake because motherfuckers want a shoe. Yo, look. Niggas be like, oh, niggas are fire. Get your... Niggas be lying. Niggas are sitting there lying through their fucking teeth in them Instagram. Yeah. Oh, and and you Instagram rappers, you rappers who are all y'all do is comment on Instagram rather than be in the studio. Get a fucking life. That shit is corny as hell. Please get off the internet and get in the studio and stop doing it for the internet because that shit could shut down tomorrow. What are you gonna Thanks. do all day? You don't like. What are you gonna do? Fucking weirdo. So some people are easier to find on the internet than they are to answer a text message, and that's a damn shame. Your mother might be texting you about something important, some damn paperwork. Some paperwork. Like, come on, stop how you, it. How you feel about that stop new Tyler it. song before we leave? Um, they said he was stealing um, oh, valet okay. flow. Excuse me. This is what we're. This this okay, is one okay, thing okay, I will okay, say. Okay. Before we end this, um, to all those people that are saying that he's stealing his flow. Why does it fucking matter? Tyler the Creator is a OG. Tyler the Creator has created tons of flows that these new niggas use now. If people, y'all need to treat Tyler the same way that niggas treated Kanye when he was rapping like the Migos. Because that's where he, I mean, like, bro, that nigga's almost 10 years in the game right now. Niggas better not be talking about, oh, he's stealing his flow. Come on, man. The fuck out of here. Almost, bro, 10, almost years? 10 years? When did Tyler come out? 10. 2010. 2010. Two, right? No, no, excuse mm. me. No, That's 2009, tough. nigga. He's in here since, for like, 2009 is when Bastard dropped. Technically, Our Future Take Volume 1 dropped in 2008. So he's been in the game for 10 years. Like. He's been in the game. He, he need deep. deep. I better not be disrespecting <laughs> Tyler, man. That nigga wears his own sneakers. Don't disrespect him, bro. All right. All right. All right but look, another thing real quick before you go. Uh, oh, man. I forgot what the fuck I wanted to say, man. Damn, it was important too. It was okay. We're talking about Tyler. Somebody else dropped a song or something I want to talk about, but it's all good, man. I, I remember we another time. Damn, I just wanted to remember. Nah, man. man you better chill out. That new shit, some that's some that's some uh that's some fire right there. That's that Mawa Wowie. That's that. I don't know. We talked. We talked about everything. Uh, shout out to Sixers. Sixers gang. You already know Sixers four seed. I hope they uh, jumped down to like. The uh, motherfucking five seed or something. I don't want, I don't want them. Yeah. Yo, shout out Lil Reek. Shout out Berninski. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lil Reek. Shout out to, um, yeah. All oh, those little niggas are. Shout out to Maddox. I got a new re- music recommendation for you. I'm going to just say it on here so everybody else can hear it. This is an album called Bad Bones. It's by Michael Sayer. This shit sound like some absolute fire. I'm about to send it to your phone. But, yeah. I guess we out of here, bro. This is a this is another podcast for the books. Look forward to the next one. It will make it's it's probably gonna be much longer. Um, what about uh, your boy Sars meets Metalface? Sars face to it. Yeah, I'm about to go listen album. to it on the way to pick up my boy. All right. Well, 
Shout out to Waleek one time. We definitely gonna get another prayer yeah, on the yeah. um, podcast. This is Woody verse Poppy. We did it Peace. again. Came up with some bands. Boom in the seven. Mm, did it again. I did it again. Did it again.